0: John chapter 19. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns, set it on his head, and dressed him in a purple robe. And they went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! and slapping him in the face. Once again, Pilate came out and said to the Jews, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and officers saw him, they shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! You take him and crucify him, Pilate replied, for I find no basis for a charge against him. We have a law, answered the Jews, and according to that law he must die because he declared himself to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid, and he went back into the praetorium. Where are you from? he asked. But Jesus gave no answer. So Pilate said to him, Do you refuse to speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no authority over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to release him, but the Jews kept shouting, If you release this man, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who declares himself a king is defying Caesar. When Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement, which in Hebrew is Gabbatha. It was the day of preparation for the Passover, about the sixth hour, and Pilate said to the Jews, Here is your king. At this they shouted, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, replied the chief priests. Then Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified, and the soldiers took him away. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Hebrew is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, with Jesus in the middle. Pilate also had a notice posted on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, because the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but only that he said, I am the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they divided his garments into four parts— one for each soldier, with the tunic remaining. It was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it. Instead, let us cast lots to see who will get it. This was to fulfill the scripture. They divided my garments among them and cast lots for my clothing. So that is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother and her sister, as well as Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. So from that hour this disciple took her into his home. After this, knowing that everything had now been accomplished, and to fulfill the scripture, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in the wine, put it on a stalk of hyssop, and lifted it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he yielded up his spirit. It was the day of preparation, and the next day was a high Sabbath. In order that the bodies would not remain on the cross during the Sabbath, The Jews asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies removed. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus and those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. The one who saw it has testified to this, and his testimony is true. He knows that he is telling the truth, so that you also may believe. Now these things happen so that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken, and as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea, who is a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate to let him remove the body of Jesus. Pilate gave him permission, so he came and removed his body. Nicodemus, who had previously come to Jesus at night, also brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. So they took the body of Jesus and wrapped it in linen cloths with the spices, according to the Jewish burial custom. Now there was a garden in the place where Jesus was crucified, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. And because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and the tomb was nearby, they placed Jesus there. Chapter 20 Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. They've taken the Lord out of the tomb, she said, and we do not know where they have put him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out for the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down and looked in at the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Simon Peter arrived just after him. He entered the tomb and saw the linen cloths lying there. The cloth that had been around Jesus' head was rolled up, lying separate from the linen cloths. Then the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed for they still did not understand from the scripture that jesus had to rise from the dead then the disciples returned to their homes but mary stood outside the tomb weeping and as she wept she bent down to look into the tomb and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of jesus had lain one at the head and the other at the feet Woman, why are you weeping, they asked. Because they've taken my Lord away, she said, and I do not know where they put him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not recognize that it was Jesus. Woman, why are you weeping, Jesus asked. Whom are you seeking? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you've carried him off, tell me where you've put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Do not cling to me, Jesus said, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go and tell my brothers, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them what he had said to her. It was the first day of the week, and that very evening, while the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them. Peace be with you, he said to them. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Again Jesus said to them, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so also I am sending you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said, receive the holy spirit if you forgive anyone his sins they are forgiven if you withhold forgiveness from anyone it is withheld now thomas called didymus one of the twelve was not with the disciples when jesus came so the other disciples told him we have seen the lord but he replied unless i see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails have been And put my hand into his side, I will never believe. Eight days later, his disciples were once again inside with the doors locked, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas replied, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Chapter Twenty-One. Later, by the Sea of Tiberias, Jesus again revealed himself to the disciples. He made himself known in this way, Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathanael from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. Simon Peter told them, I am going fishing. We will go with you, they said. So they went out and got into the boat, but caught nothing that night. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not recognize that it was Jesus. So he called out to them, Children, do you have any fish? No, they answered. He told them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it there, and they were unable to haul it in because of the great number of fish. Then the disciple, whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, It is the Lord as soon as Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he had removed it, and jumped into the sea. The other disciples came ashore in the boat. They dragged in the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, only about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a charcoal fire there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus told them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and and dragged the net ashore it was full of large fish 153 but even with so many the net was not torn come have breakfast jesus said to them none of the disciples dared to ask him who are you they knew it was the lord jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and he did the same with the fish this was now the third time that jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead When they had finished eating, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he answered. You know I love you. Jesus replied, feed my lambs. Jesus asked a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, he answered. You know I love you. Jesus told him, shepherd my sheep. Jesus asked a third time, Simon, son of John, Do you love me? Peter was deeply hurt that Jesus had asked him a third time, Do you love me? Lord, you know all things, he replied. You know I love you. He said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I tell you, When you were young, you dressed yourself and walked where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And after he had said this, he told him, "Follow me." Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. He was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper to ask, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, If I want him to remain until I return, what is that to you? You follow me. Because of this, the rumor spread among the brothers that this disciple would not die. However, Jesus did not say that he would not die, but only, If I want him to remain until I return, what is that to you? This is the disciple who testifies to these things, and who has written them down, and we know that his testimony is true. There are many more things that Jesus did. If all of them were written down, I suppose that not even the world itself would have space for the books that would be written.